Welcome back to Two Jack Bros, and if it's your first time, thank you for giving us a shot. Welcome to you as well. I am Sydney. I am sitting next to Ansley. Hello. And today our guest is none other than the Sarah Bell. <laughs> Hello. What Hi. is up? What's up? <laughs> so happy to have you here. And you can check out uh, Sarah Bell at one of the coolest Instagram, Twitter names you'll ever hear, at Sarah Bellum. Yes. Right there. Check her out. And, uh, of course, you know, check out our Patreon. One dollar gets you all of our content, and you'll get the counter to this episode. You have time to stick around for the Patreon. We didn't even ask you. Yeah, yeah. yeah Whatever. Yeah. I'm just along well, for the, the pressure's ride. on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, if yeah, I started sweating. That was fucked up thing I just yeah. did. <laughs> yeah. I'm sweating, but it's, yeah. yeah. Let's do it. So, uh, Sarah, do you know what we do on this podcast? I don't. Okay. Awesome. And I went to ask someone, and they said that they wanted me to go in blind. So Nice. Nice. Who was that? Who, who did you ask? Ray. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, man. She's a, she's a fan. So she I is a big was fan. A and she was like, don't. And I don't know if she was setting me up. So I kind of felt conflicted, but I was you know, like, whatever. Yeah. I trust okay. you guys. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So basically, the whole premise of this podcast is to prove that you can have like a dark sense of humor and still reach enlightenment or a higher consciousness. So what we do <laughs> is we take our guest, who is you today, through the process of enlightenment. <laughs> okay. So that. Ansley and me and our listeners can laugh our way to a higher consciousness because w- w- this is too intimidating for us. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so uh, you cool with that? Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely yeah. into the dark part of it. <laughs> and then yeah. Oh, the yeah. enlightened. I've never been enlightened, but let's let's yeah. go for it. <laughs> you're, into the, you're into the Patreon. You want to be the Patreon first. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, basically, everybody gets the same questions. Okay. Yeah. And I'm just gonna move that down so everyone can oh, see yeah, that yeah. pretty face of hey, yours. Hey, what's up? And. Uh, Ansley, yes. let's get started. All right. So, Sarah, what situation or event did you learn the most information from? What? <laughs> <laughs> what situation or event did I learn the most information from? Um, can it be like a long, like, I mean, yeah. probably college. Mm-hmm. I feel like I went through a lot of different phases in college and... You want me to elaborate yeah. why I think that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Like I, yeah, I kind of just, I didn't like, um, set out maybe when I was like a kid, I didn't always think like, oh, I'm going to go to college. And then I just saw everybody else doing it and was like, oh, I'm going to do that. And then I excelled really a lot, like a lot in college, Yeah. but also it was really terrifying and really difficult. <laughs> okay. Um, so wait, what did you, what did you major in in college and how did you pick it? Uh, I majored in math and education. Yeah. And, um, I think just, I had a hard time learning when I was a kid and then I, math kind of was really easy for me. Mm -hmm. And then I saw how terrible my math teachers were and how much everybody else struggled. So I was like, "Eh, I could be a better teacher than that. Oh, so you're going to be a math teacher. Kind of. Yeah, that's what I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so is that is that common for you? Do you often see people suck at something and you're like, I could do that? Yeah, that's what happened. That's how I ended up doing stand-up comedy. <laughs> <laughs> like, no joke. Like two, two of your major life decisions ever yes. came from you looking at shitty people going, 
Yeah, I, I'm better than. I that. was like somebody need. It wasn't just that I looked at people and <laughs> thought that. It was like I looked at people and said somebody needs to be better. Holy shit! And that and that could be me. The hero they need. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like people need better math teachers. People need better comedians. And I'm like, I'll do it. That's pretty sick. So <laughs> now you're in college, and w- what is like what is impacting you the most? This is a new experience. College tends to be eye opening for people. What's what's hitting you the hardest? Um, uh, I guess just like being on my own because I'm like one of five and I have very intense siblings. So I never really actually had any experiences where I was like socializing and just getting to be myself. Yeah. Where do you fall in the five? Um, right in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a sister or there older sisters? No, I have two older brothers. So do you have to, do, as, as the eldest sister then did you have to take care of everybody um i feel like the circumstances were kind of that i was taking care of people but yeah um i think i put that on myself a little bit okay yeah i'm not i'm I'm not blaming the brothers actually (laughs) what i'm saying is what up boys yeah (laughs) shout out bros yeah (laughs) Yeah. well then do you have a younger brother and a younger sister yeah i do okay yeah yeah so you're one of five you go to college, you're on your own. <laughs> okay. And I know some of your siblings. Like yeah. you said, you have ten siblings. What was it like dealing with that many people at once that weren't your siblings? Like li- in a living situation. Yeah. I mean, I had one roommate my freshman year, and she was actually pretty cool. We got along really well. And then I was an athlete, so I like met a bunch of people that I had a common thing with right, right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think I kind of get along. I think being a middle child and having intense people in my family, I'm kind of like an adapter. So I kind of get along with everybody. But yeah, I think I like didn't really try to have my own personality until I got to college. (laughs) What did you try first? (laughs) No, I listen. I totally completely understand. When I went to college, I was really debating over whether or not to go in with a French accent. Like more Damn, like, cre- like Creole, like more like a Creole thing. Were you already the only black person there? I think that would have been too much for people. <laughs> no, it was. Uh, <laughs> I, can, can anybody be the only black person at any college at this point? Dude, I went to a very yeah. white college, so maybe that's why my brain goes there. Yeah, I mean, but very, very white is very white to you. But to the black people on campus, they hang around each other. Yeah, you know, so you, if there's a group of them, you find you find <laughs> you go into the neighborhood and you like fucking enlist people into the school. Just take one yeah. credit. Just take a credit. No, I was uh, our school was 98 percent white when we went there. When I when was I was it? Yeah. When I went there, it was 98 percent white. Gotcha. So, I thought you said white women woman for a second. Like I heard that for I a wish. second and I was like, <laughs> no, to me, that ter- sounds terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting too much done there. Yeah. 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 So, no, it was uh uh, but yeah, I mean, so if you had to wrap up and distill what you got from that whole entire college experience, that the information that you got, how would you say it? Um, I guess just like growth and like, I don't know, be like becoming a person. I don't know if that yeah. makes sense. This is such a crazy question. I feel like I don't. <laughs> I owe, and also it's like my co- like the experience of going to college has forced me to feel like there's a right answer to something. So I'm like, I don't think yeah. I answered correctly. 
I mean, I think that's correct enough. Well, yeah, you have sure. Um, well, I was going to ask, did, did your other siblings go to college? Um, kind of. Some I, college? No, yeah. Um, I think my brother, oldest brother, has an associate's degree. My sister went for a little bit, but it wasn't really for her. And then my youngest brother um, went to Penn. Okay. So he's like the golden child. Uh, yeah. He's very bright. <laughs> I was just curious because like, like what, where I came from, it was like everybody was expected to go to college, you know? So I was just curious because you were like, you never, you said you never planned on it and it wasn't like, you know, you weren't <laughs> sure that that's where you were going to go. Yeah. But also too, the answer was kind of at first when she said, did your other siblings go to college? And you said kind of. And I feel like the associate's degree is doing the heavy lifting for that kind of. Because you had one that went to, you could have just said yes because one went to Penn, and that could he could have covered everybody. <laughs> but you were like, kind of. My one brother has an associate's degree. <laughs> which is, <laughs> which well, is, I don't know. I thought like I guess now I'm thinking that I'm supposed to be giving lots of information. <laughs> <laughs> like there's a point to the question. Yeah. No. I mean, it's just it, no. Is it that that is the question? Like, what experience in your life has given you the most information? Like, what? Like when you think back to when you were impacted the most and the most overwhelmed with new information. Like I got to be honest. I feel like I gave an answer that's like, <laughs> I don't know. The stuff probably that gave me the most information is just sad. And I wouldn't like think that it would be interesting to talk about. Um, well, that's kind of this. I, I'll say this: you're you're in a safe place to talk about whatever it is that needs to be talked about. Yeah, uh, yeah. People come on this podcast and there's th tissues beside you. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> yes. I'm gonna jerk yeah. off. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I mean, that is what I do when I'm sad, so it just kind of all makes sense. Um. Okay, but I mean, but. Just <laughs> answer to your level of comfort. Oh, for sure. Yeah, okay. yeah. I don't think you're pressuring me. I'm just like overthinking maybe a little okay. bit. Okay. Well, we'll uh, get there. We'll see, we'll see what happens as we go, <laughs> right? So now we're going to get into the actual enlightenment process. That right there was kind of like the icebreaker that everybody gets. Okay. <laughs> to make everybody comfortable with I feel, Yeah, work. I feel I feel broken. I yeah, feel the break yeah, yes. the breaker part. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the ice has broken, Sarah Bell. Yeah. So sorry. Um <laughs> <laughs> so now we're going to go through opening up the chakras to oh my God, through okay. the path to enlightenment. Are you okay, ready for this? Yes, for sure. All right, Ansley, keep it moving. So Sarah, we're going to start start with your um your survival chakra. Sorry, it's the root chakra. Yeah, your root it's chakra. It's in your butthole. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how did you learn to overcome fear? Oh my God. Um, I guess like just being more afraid of not living my life than doing the things that I'm afraid of. So like, I don't know if that's like a circular answer, but no, it isn't. It's, it's a really good answer, but can you, can you illustrate that for us though? Uh, Cause it's, you know, we hear so many different answers to that question. I can't even begin to try to profile how that looks. Um, I guess I'm like a little afraid of everything, but my biggest fear is that, those little fears would get in the way of me like fulfilling my dreams and goals in life so it's like I have anxiety and I just try to cope with it through pushing myself 
just a, maybe a little bit outside my comfort zone so that I, or like if there's something that I want to do and I have anxiety about it I'm gonna like I want to do that thing more than I don't want to conquer my fear so that, yeah, yeah no I guess that's that. pretty yeah. straightforward <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think uh I think that's how I live my life yeah yeah you know that's like that's the, that's the reason why I ever did anything like I've, I have never wanted to ever fight anybody ever in my life yeah, I, it was it's it's a terrifying proposition, but it was like the idea of that person thinking I'm afraid of them. Yeah, terrified me even more for some reason. Yeah, I think it's because then my mom would get involved. <laughs> yeah, <that's> terrifying. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> but you know, I, I mean, I, I kind of I feel like I carry that into a lot of the things that I do. So do you do you remember a time in your life when you were the most scared? <laughs> Everybody gets the same questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I think I've like gone through some really terrifying experiences. And yeah. I mean, this question feels super personal, but they're I, pretty um, personal. <laughs> yeah, man. Personal. I should have listened to the question. <laughs> I, I would have come in here. I probably still would have teared up or something. But, um, yeah. I don't know, like, I, uh, yeah, I think probably the scariest thing or most terrible, what did you ask? Like, the, <laughs> the, the, the time in your, a time in your life when you were the most scared. Most scared, yeah. I mean, I don't know, like, I lost my dad when I was a kid, and that was pretty scary. Yeah. And not, like, even that experience itself, but, like, a lot of the aftermath of that of like not really trusting what was going on in the world and being nervous that like another bad thing was going to happen or also like watching a lot of chaos around me of being like scared for people in my life not handling it as well as maybe I was or something like that how old were you I was in seventh grade I think I was 10 wait Finn's nine and he's He'll be 10 in fifth grade. So like 12, like 11, 11, 12. 11, 12. Yeah, I think if I'm you, like you young. Birthday, yeah, I'm yeah. A, I was 11, I think. Yeah, 11. I would have been 11. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, that is a very young and impressionable age. And as, as far as, um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, how, <laughs> I don't want to make you uncomfortable. So is there anything else that you, as, as far as uh, the, the fear and how you handled it, I guess so. I guess the reason why I guess I always ask that follow up question is to find what point in a person's life they started to use the like implement the technique that they use to overcome fear. Like, like when did you realize that it was more you, there was more fear revolved around not doing what you wanted than the fear of failure? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that comes through in that experience. It's like. I watched my mom be kind of sad and spend a lot of time not living her life. And I saw my, you know, dad was not expecting to be that young when he passed. So I think just like that, when I was really young, I learned that life is pretty short and anything can change at any time. So it's like, I'm not going to let my fear of like even holding off on doing something because I'm afraid of it. Like if I want to do it today, I'm going to conquer my fear today and not just put it off till tomorrow because, and I'm not like some fucking hero. I'm like sit around and do nothing every <laughs> other day, but I'm just saying like, 
I try to be proactive and like not because I've also had experiences that have been really traumatic where I've gotten depressed and sucked down and then eventually I'm like okay that fear kicks in of being like I'm afraid of not experiencing something cool in my lifetime and I would get myself back up and get it get yeah. it together what's what what type of cool things pull you back like what, what's the uh like in my mind it was like maybe you're depressed and you're like man if i don't get my shit together i'll never be able to do a kickflip you know <laughs> like you i don't know like, yeah. what, like what kind of cool things for me it's an back? ollie i don't think i could ever nail the kickflip no. <laughs> <laughs> just like maybe like a fucking whatever it is when you just <laughs> um yeah, I mean, I think just anything. Like, I'll have depressed days where I don't leave the house and then, like, something will bother me and I'm like, I gotta go for a walk. And then I go for a walk and some person's sitting on the street and I'm like, yo, what's up? And they'll say, hey, what's up? And they'll go, beautiful day. And I'm like, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. just, like, kind of, like, just, yeah, I mean, like, getting sucked into my depression is, like, a fear and like not living my life so i just try to get up and get out of my head sometimes okay nothing nice. crazy yeah. you consider that a chakra unlocked yes <laughs> is that yeah no yeah. thank wow. you for sharing yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's happening it's happening <laughs> i wish there was like a cool Shh, i've unlocked your butthole yeah. Sound effects. Your butthole has like, been unlocked. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh we'll, we'll we'll get on that. <laughs> we'll call it, we'll 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 add sounds to it and we'll call them the Sarah Bell sound effects. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um so Ansley, keep it moving. All right. We are to the pelvis chakra. Oh wow. So, Sarah, this is a little segment we like to call My Bad. So, it's a chance for you to apologize to a person, place, or thing in order to set your karma back to neutral. But I'm perfect. (laughs) (laughs) My my bad. I feel like I've been going through a series of my bads in my life in a good, positive way. I don't think I would want to share anything... (laughs) Like, I don't think I could share any of those things because I've already, they've already been resolved and they're personal. Am I bad? Yeah. Well, if they've been resolved, then they wouldn't count anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Something, a person that I would apologize to. This is like a really hard question because I, I really don't. I don't think I have bad karma. Is that delusional? I don't know. Can you give me an example of something? Of someone you should apologize to? Let <laughs> <laughs> me you see your phone. Yeah. <laughs> Just, um. Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I've. Squ- I've. Re- I'm saying like I've recently squashed all my beefs. Yeah. I've been oh, okay. wiping out bad karma. So if I would have had to my life. give out an apology, I guess something that was sitting with me. So uh, the other like Father's Day was recently. And we went over to my stepmom's house for Father's Day. And my stepmom had just recently lost her husband. And typically when we go over there for like something like Father's Day, his kids would be showing up, you know, and everything. And uh, we went over and we had a good time. But I don't know. I, I, I felt like I was, I think my brother was feeling the same way. It was a lot of pressure. Yeah. You know, and I, I don't know if I lived up to that pressure. And I'm sorry, you know, if I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. It's like, I don't know. I don't know if I was, 
being present in the in the in a in a proper way, or and I didn't even ask her about her husband because yeah. I was I I didn't know what the you know they were close, so it's hard to you know. Yeah, because her two favorite kids weren't there. Exactly. <laughs> it, was, it was like me and Derek. It's like, oh, yeah. God, you got the B team here? Oh, my God. What are we, what are we like, doing? You're, yeah, you're like, yeah. I should have came later. Yeah. She, no. called, she called the star on FaceTime for a little bit. Yeah. And it was like, can you just put him up on the mantle and just let him be here? here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't, don't hang up, please. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it was yeah it was tough. It was She did. She had the B team. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know what? That's what I'm. I'm sorry you had the B team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think I got one now. Okay. So I work for this old lady. Her husband's 101. Wow. <laughs> Shut um, up. he's awesome. His name's Bob. He's a really dope person. She's amazing. Um, she called me the other day at like eight in the morning, cause he fell. And she was trying to get me to go over there and help him up, but I was tired, so I ignored the call. <laughs> Bob is still on the ground. <laughs> oh, Bob. <laughs> she worked it out. She scooched him over to the steps and got him up from there. But Good um, for her. Yeah, yeah. So that was kind of a my bad. I do go over and help. Yeah. I was very tired. I had yeah. just gotten to bed a couple hours. It's like that's a my bad, but I will I will say barely. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say my rest. bad now that I'm yeah. looking for it, but but it's also too. It's not like you knew the call you were avoiding. You know. You yeah. No. No. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I ignored is, her call. I was yeah. pretty confident. What it was. <laughs> <laughs> I was. There's only one time. There's only one reason she calls me. Yeah, and it's pretty much that. So. <laughs> But I didn't know for sure. I didn't know for sure. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I ignored it so that I didn't have to say no. I just Mm. hit her with the voicemail. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I used to, uh, I used to go help a neighbor that an old neighbor that fell when we were living in the other house. Uh, And uh, when, when the husband would fall and he, and she would come and get me to help and I would go up to help and he just wanted to stay there. (laughs) <laughs> like it's just in like between leave, the bed yeah, and the wall. It's just like leave like, me alone. Oh. This is where I want to oh be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was he was hilarious. <laughs> but uh he was with it or not? Uh I don't know. That's no. the only time I ever dealt with him. <laughs> when he was <laughs> in small crevices. Yeah. That was the only, how did you get how did that come to be? Because one time I helped her move an air conditioner and I, she was just like, I think he can help me pick up my husband when he falls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Yeah, I, she I, was doing that like um, like Homer Simpson thing where he sees someone's face turn into cheeseburger, but she was watching you <laughs> carry the yes. air conditioner, and she's like, "My, she's a, mir- a mirage of her husband in your arms." Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. He never really, he never really let me help him though. No, always ended up leaving. Interesting. Yeah, never. I never really got a chance to be a community hero. Mm. You know, I think she was like. I think he was like one of those things where he was like, I'm just going to stay here and not have to deal with you. And she was like, no, I'm going to get somebody to pick you up. You're dealing with me. You know, so I think it was one of those things. Gotcha. So yeah. he probably was with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He knew uh, how annoying she was. Then. Absolutely. And, you know, we're not going to bash old people now. That's not what this is about. But no, no, we no. I love them. They're crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're fun to bash. It and, is funny. Uh, yeah. So... Thank you for sharing that, by the okay, way. Okay, my bad. You searched, you searched the, the recesses of your mind and you found 
Yeah, my place. my real bad was not having to answer for that question. <laughs> <laughs> That's my bad. Yeah, it's all good. Well, you weren't prepared. <laughs> we're, we're, we're perfectly fine with that. Uh, Ansley, keep it moving. All right, okay. Sarah, we are to the gut chakra. So how... Oh, wait, wait. Chakra unlocked, by the way. <laughs> that pelvis chakra. Yes. <laughs> so how do you move through disappointment, especially when you're disappointed in yourself? Um... I think I try to look at the things that I have accomplished and like where I came from or where I could be so that if I'm disappointed in myself, it's like in perspective of, you know, how much worse it could be, I guess, or Mm -hmm. (laughs) I could not really be a fuck up. (laughs) I do think that. I mean, it comes back to me looking at people not being able to do shit and like I could do better. I just look at myself that way where I'm like, I could be really... Yeah, I mean, I think also um, I try to accept people for exactly what they're capable of so that I'm not disappointed in them, including mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So try not to like, yeah. Did you ever did you ever trick yourself into believing you had more capabilities in something than you had? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure. What about you? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, only, I only see try. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's uh. But also, I, I kind of accept the fact that I'm going to be pretty retarded at most things. Yeah. And that, that's kind of what I think. If people, people would claim that I'm, I'm good at things, right? But I don't, I don't see it that way. Because it's, I'm just trying my hardest. Yeah. You know? I think that's me. Yeah. I, like, I mean, I don't like to do a ton of things if I know I'm not going to be good at them. Like, I'm not going to go play tennis. And I, know <laughs> I'm, I know I'm not going to be good at it. What 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 is where are you lacking that's gonna make you bad at tennis? Um, my heart's not in it. <laughs> <laughs> Have you, you just haven't seen a shitty enough tennis player to make you be like, tennis needs me? Yeah, yeah, dude. If I saw someone really eating it at tennis, I'd probably go in and be like, I could whip their ass. But yeah, no. Okay, so uh, in this in this section, another thing that I always like to ask. Uh, now I know you did a sport, but I'm just going to ask the question. I always ask the question, which okay. is, uh, did you ever have in a sport or like theater performance type of situation where you were really disappointed in your in yourself? That is, um, or I guess the way I normally ask it is a sports thing or a theater thing where you disappointed yourself. Again, I don't want to sound crazy, but I'm, I have been pretty successful at most of the things that I've tried. I think I'm disappointed in myself when I don't do something or stick to something long enough that I, or as long as I should. Um, but no, I mean, like, I try, I really try not to be disappointed in myself. I don't think it's like a good thing to do. Well, I- Again, I'm not. I'm not asking about times when you lingered on disappointment. You know what I mean? Like, it, it doesn't have to be something that is uh, you think about for the rest of your life. Even though a lot of my sports disappointments, I think about every <laughs> fucking day. Sarah, I missed. I I went. I played football. One yeah. Time, and um, I had a chance. I always played defense, and I got in for an offensive possession where the ball was going to get thrown to me in the end zone for a two point conversion. And our team would have definitely won. Now, if we don't get the two-point conversion, we tie and we have to, you know. It's, and uh, 
hit me point blank in the middle of the numbers and bounced right off my chest. Damn. Yeah. I'm disappointed in you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I think about that. I think about that from time to time. But it was like, it was my probably my biggest sports disappointment, but it doesn't matter. I was know? such a psycho athlete. I would literally make it to the end of a race in rowing and pass out and they'd have to pull me out of the boat because I was like half alive. So I don't think I could give it any more <laughs> than when I, like when I was really competitive, I, I think I was always like had my head in it. But I think like in life, I'm disappointed in myself when I get like too drunk and make a fool out of myself. How often do you do that? It's not the rarest thing. I have my M <laughs> my MO is kind of that like if I'm drunk enough that I start to feel like I might be embarrassing, I'll just ghost everyone and leave. Mm. I'll just disappear. So it doesn't happen so much anymore. But when I was a kid, I think I just had like all this built up anger and was confused. No one was like really helping me out and like when I started partying, I would get blacked out. I would like yell at my friends. I would start punching things i like broke my hand hitting a wall and stuff like that you were and party then, pooping and the next day i would feel like so disappointed in myself and sad were you party pooping in college too um yeah carried over a little bit in college okay what? but i wasn't like i really didn't it wasn't like all the time that that would happen it was just like you know if i got really wasted because i had yeah. all these like demons inside me yeah is that was there a peak moment of that yeah i had like a couple really bad nights and like one at one point my one friend was like you gotta go talk to somebody because this is <laughs> like not even about the drink and it was the anger yeah yeah, yeah. for sure i think i like bit some kid <laughs> 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 and they were like you're done you're becoming a liability yeah you have no questions on that <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she just yeah, said she'd be a kid and you're over there just nothing. It's, I don't know. It I is mean, funny. I, yeah, but it also, it's matters. like, it's honestly mostly sad. Like, I feel like all these, per everything personal about me is a little bit, it's a little sad. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm just, I'm like impressed that you had friends that were like sticking around and like telling you to get help. Yeah. Um, I really, sure. yeah, I really have like one friend. I, I, yeah, I really have like one friend that I think at like one point was like, hey. But I definitely was like. It, was you, it the person you bit? <laughs> no, no, no. I think that that was like a random stranger. You bit a stranger? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still no questions. <laughs> Did you break the skin? Yeah. I was. I found out about this. It's okay. yeah. not something. What part of the body did you bite him on? I think that like he was trying to carry me out of somewhere and I was like bit his arm or something like that. It's from what I recall. <laughs> he was trying to remove you from a location, you mean? Or he was It wasn't like a bouncer or anything. It was like, I think this guy was like kind of being a dick <laughs> and was like, let's get her out of here. Wait, 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 wait. It was a self-defense yeah. fight. <laughs> but in his defense, I was being a exactly. ridiculous person. So I, he probably was, he was saving, he was trying to save the party. You were party And pooping. me for myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. But he felt And... That's what I'm saying. I'm successful at everything I do, including running a party. <laughs> Dude, he's got to still think about that. Yeah. No way. No yes way. Yes way. No way. Dude, anytime a little altercation happens anywhere, like at a party or people start dusting up, he's like, no, no, no. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> She'll bite you. <laughs> like, dude, I don't know. You never know. You never know who's going to bite you. <laughs> 
Or he's probably just sitting around going, man, I wonder what happened to that girl that bit me that one day. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember it. I don't think about it. This is the first time I've thought about it. <laughs> okay. And it's definitely not even the worst thing. But <laughs> okay, we're not, we're not going to dwell. Yeah. Let's <laughs> we're not going to dwell. Have I opened up my gut yet? <laughs> yeah. That, that's, uh, that's an open gut. Gut exposed. We got a few things out of that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's probably the most gut we had open (laughs) so far. Uh, Sneakily. You're sneakily opening up these shots. I'm starting. As we're going, I do feel like I'm being better at this. Okay, cool. Let's keep it rolling. All right, let's keep it moving, (laughs) Ainsley. We are to your heart chakra, Sarah. Oh, no. Yeah. 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 Oh, no. Sarah, how have you learned? What have you learned from grief? Oh my god, um, man, this is crazy. You guys are asking too hard questions. Um, what have I learned from grief? I guess that everyone's different. Like through my own experience with grief, and then also helping other people with their experience because I experienced stuff at a really young age, mm-hmm. and then also a couple other times in my life. Um. But I do think it's like one of the things that everybody really does go through in a very different way. And every single experience that you've had up until the point where you go through something that you need to grieve informs that. So it's like really hard to even explain to somebody like what you need or what you're feeling Mm -hmm. when you're going through a grieving process. And yeah, I think that that's like, yeah, everyone's very different. Because you can see how that flows through someone going through grief. Yeah. Yeah. There was somebody else who had um, kind of a tragic story, like of losing family members that had said a similar thing. Like, do you remember? I mean, I feel like almost like most of the people lost a family member. A lot yeah. of the people. So it's like I'm trying to remember which one. Huh. I think I think it's always some version of of that. Or it's always some version, no matter no matter how nuanced it is, it, it tends to be some version of like let people do it how they do it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And it's uh. Yeah, I can't I can't remember specifically that the, yeah. the person. I feel like multiple people probably. Yeah. Know? And uh, and you're picking one, so you have a favorite. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> there's like. But like three people, like it's me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, is is there a particular grief experience where that was crystallized for you? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I think that, like, I guess when Ramus passed away, it was kind of felt that way when our like. Mm-hmm the whole kind of community went through something and I feel like that was kind of an interesting time because I went through a different personal experience that I was grieving around that and also trying to be very understanding of how everybody else was reacting Mm -hmm. and I think through that like really learned how to be understanding and kind to people when they're going through something that maybe is even conflicting with how I'm feeling. Yeah and and, uh, Ansley so Tim Ramis was the comedian that passed away uh, some years, Finn was like two, so it was like close yeah. to seven years ago. It's probably it was probably like more like yeah six six years. So, so it'll Finn, be yeah. yeah 
and really good comedian. He it was a guitar comic, but just like a funny comedian altogether. And uh, I, I want to say this: the reason why I'm elaborating on this. So Ansley lost her mother uh, last year. Yeah, last year. I'm sorry. And um, you know, Ansley's mom was a really big part of her life, and she was one of these very unique people that everybody in her life felt that they had a special, unique relationship with her. Oh, for sure, yeah. And uh, Tim Ramis was that guy. Yeah. Like he, As a comic, everybody did have like a really positive story. And yeah. there were like so many people at a funeral, and it was just very intense. But yeah, like everybody, I think also like seeing young people go through something like that, whether they felt close to that, like particularly close to him or not, um, it might have been the first person that they've lost in their life. Mm-hmm. So that's significant. So it's like they might be feeling a way that comes across as inappropriate to somebody that was closer to them, but like you really don't know what their experiences with death up until that point in their life. So it's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a very interesting time period. And uh, yeah. Yeah. But probably that. I mean, like losing my dad. Yeah. Was it hard, like, being the age you were when you lost your dad and, like, grown-ups, like, different people trying to comfort you? I feel like, you know, like, I just imagine that age, you, like, grow, in a way you grow up very quickly or you feel grown up because you're dealing with, like, real large, you know, like, real issues. And then grown-ups are probably saying, like, the stupidest things to you. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Like, my family's just not, like, they're all really great people, but they're not great always at being a family so i actually don't feel like there were a lot of adults around after that um like my mom was a little checked out for a little bit yeah like understandably so like my dad got sick really quickly and it was just a really fast thing that happened out of nowhere um so i feel like i didn't have like that many i feel like i was in a weird spot because i didn't really have any friends at the time because i had just moved to a different school and then also, yeah, I didn't really have any, like, adults other than my parents in my life. So it was kind of a weird yeah. time. But that's, I think, like, why I was, like, so, I was just, like, I'm going to go to school. I'm going to go to college like everybody else. Like, mm-hmm. I just kind of was, like, I'm going to do all these things. Um, keep myself busy. Yeah. But. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing all of that. <laughs> yes. Really Fun. appreciate that. <laughs> Yeah. Call that a heart chakra unlock. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then uh, I'm really going to, I'm going to clip all of her little sound effects for each one and like play them. Uh, okay. Answer, keep it moving. All right. Sarah, we are to the throat chakra now. What is a favorite lie that you have told and you get extra karmic points if it's still in rotation? A favorite lie? Interesting. Um, I don't know if this is even really a lie as much as a weird thing. Yeah. Okay. But I'll share this. Um, when I was a kid, I was like, had a weird anxiety about clearing my throat. I felt that it was gross and a weird thing to do. I have to do it now. You have to go for it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I had a weird thing about it. I did not want to clear my throat if I was around other people. So I like would fake sneeze to clear my throat. (laughs) And I don't know when I started doing it. Like I was pretty young. I did it for years and years and years and years. And then at one point 
I did it. And my sister was like, bless you. And I was like, oh, it wasn't really a sneeze. I was clearing my throat. She was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I'll just do that. And she was like, no one. That's not a thing. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> and I definitely don't do that anymore. I haven't thought about that in forever. But I'm thinking it's still a pretty good idea. <laughs> Yeah, uh, until nice. you, until you come across somebody that's like, did you ever notice that Sarah was allergic to about to talk? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I've come so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a that's a lie. Yeah, right? yeah, it's weird. You're, you're, yeah, it is, it's very weird. <laughs> it is a very it's a it's a very weird smoke screen that you're using out there. Yeah. <laughs> And it's also just like, I don't know where that came from, that I thought that I should be anxious should, about yeah. clearing my throat. It's also one of the, the craziest things about it is that... My throat chakra. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I didn't even yeah. think about that. But clearing your throat is an internal grossness. Sneezing is a like, now we're all dealing with it. I think my thought was that like if I have to sneeze, no one's going to be a, a, upset about that because... It's a sneeze. I just have to do it. You don't have to clear your throat unless you're like choking. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it is yeah. true. But I find sneezes way more offensive just in general. Right. Even before. For co- yeah, definitely before, now. Before, yeah. COVID time, you can't sneeze. Because like I need to, I, I put it to you this way. When somebody sneezes, do you immediately try to find them to see if they covered their mouth mm-hmm. or handled it appropriately? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. When somebody clears their throat, I guess you look at him, you're like, all right, what are you about to say? But it's not like. That's, I think, maybe my, where my fear came from. I was like, I do not want to demand the attention of everybody in the room. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't handle the prestige of clearing your throat? Like 99% of the time when I sneeze, people ignore it. So I'm going to go with that one. <laughs> yeah. You know, I didn't want to hit them with a. You know. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, it's pretty fucking weird, Sarah. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> That's probably, that might be the weirdest lie we've gotten so far. Yeah, I like it though. Yeah. Good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you can use that if you're ever on a plane and you feel weird about clearing your Do throat. not sneeze on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's definitely a throat chakra unlocked. <laughs> so, uh, Ansley, keep it moving. All right, we are now to the third eye chakra. So we're out of the physical into the metaphysical. Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. So what is something that you've always thought of as separate, but as you've gotten older, you're really learning that it's the same? That's like <laughs> such a confusing. Can you say that again? Yeah, the same way. <laughs> so, what's something that you've always thought of as separate, but you're learning now that it's the same? Close. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even get. I don't, I'm not sure I understand the question. Something that I've always thought is separate, but I realize it's the same. Mm-hmm. Um. I I really don't <laughs> I don't really don't know I so an example people like, have given uh, or is it somebody's given was like family and friends like when you're younger like your family and you have your friends and as you get older you realize that like you know your friends become your family and maybe some people that are blood family you're like I don't really need them in my life 
so that like you know the line between family and friends becomes blurred. Yeah, the line between family and friends becomes <laughs> blurred. Yeah, that's still such a difficult question. Um, I feel like, yeah, I guess, I don't know. I really am completely, I feel dumb right now, but I don't have an answer to this question. Um, I mean, there's no, there's no rush at the moment. You, do you have a, do you have another example loaded? No. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Sorry. Yeah. I'm like It's okay. you don't have to apologize. This is <laughs> these you know, you, you are being ambushed right now. <laughs> no, and I think you're handling I'm it very also well. Like, am I supposed to be being funny? Because I feel <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not. And yeah. It's uh probably asked before forty seven minutes into the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, you're Sorry. doing. You're uh, yeah. you're great. You're, you're you're doing great. I, yeah, you're being I just great. Had a really weird day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure this isn't making it less yeah, weird. Yeah, this is so <laughs> crazy. So you have a weird day and then show up to some interracial couple's house and How divulge you all your intimate yeah, secrets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, something that I think is separate but is the same. Yeah, I mean. Was another another one was um somebody was talking about they like learning things right like you in in the uh, in the um idea that you learn how to learn right so like when you're younger you might look you're kidding me you're like that's fucking bullshit no no, um, no I'm just you know like what I mean? how could somebody possibly just be answering these questions like <laughs> off the cuff being funny and sad at all at the same time <laughs> it's just being a person I mean you're doing you're I yeah. mean, you're, you're gonna watch this back and you're like, oh shit, I was killing. No way. Yes, yes. <laughs> no is, way. No, people are gonna love um, this episode. Yeah. No. Uh. Yeah. I don't know, like my existence, maybe. But I feel like I'm gonna sound like a so- psychopath if I answer this question. <laughs> I mean, but <laughs> yeah, we've, we've had about thirty different psychopaths come yeah. on the show and answer this question. I don't know. I mean, but what? what when I you think everything. Like, I try to compartmentalize everything, and then I realize that that's like a waste of time or something like that. Like, I'm trying to, I don't know, be in the flow state, and it's like. Yeah, I don't know. This seems like a crazy question. Now, also, <laughs> sorry, I'm getting in my head about something I said, so I'm just being weird. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I really, I'm not allowed to pass. You guys asked everyone the same questions. I mean, now I'm gonna start lying. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. No, but you, I mean, you're, 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 you can talk out loud. You can like, like you, like you've been doing, uh, I mean, you can think out loud is what I meant to say. Uh, so yeah, like y- you threw out your existence, <laughs> you threw out everything cause you, you, you try to compartmentalize everything, but now you're trying to be in the flow state. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm just saying words. Okay. Those were words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, I think that like, I don't, I don't think that I think how other people think. So some of these questions are like, I'm like, how would somebody else answer this and also be funny? But well, yeah. to me, I, I it's well, like, go ahead. 
Yeah. I don't really actually uh, talk very much personally about myself. So probably that's what's separate. And I don't think it's the same. I keep it very separate and continue to do that. Mm. Is... Hmm. Now, how do I ask this question? Now, you... The way you brought them up in, like, your... So you mean like your personal self and then your the the public persona that you prefer for people to see. You feel like they are separate and not the same. Um no, I just think I like keep the context for who I am separate from what other people get to see. Like I am who I am all the time, but mm. I just don't feel the need to like talk about my personal experiences. Sorry. No, 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 no. Absolutely. Um. <laughs> so. How dare you? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Just think it would be this it. question yes. of any <laughs> of any question. <laughs> you 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 made it. You've survived the Kleenex up until the third eye, which is first first time tears ever on the third eye. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we we we've come to this this type of uh situation with a couple other people that were comedians and every time we finish an episode we we kind of like talk about like we kind of recap everything because like this this is a process that uh i mean like how you were saying earlier like the questions were kind of making you feel like feel good like at the end of this you know, people tend to feel light and so do we like we we feel that same energy that we're going through this process with a person and we kind of recap that experience and like what led us to that experience and to feel the way that we did and with some com- like there's there is a sticking point with some comedians sometimes at the idea of and it, d- it doesn't always ha- happen at this particular question but it, it will come up the idea of the like who they are personally in their personal stories and keeping that separate from their like comedy persona and their, their their life in general yeah i mean it's not even like my comedy persona it's just like i yeah i think i just yeah. like i don't think that that many people know very much personally about me in my life and i think it would be weird for people that i know to find out through listening to a podcast you know what i mean okay that's definitely fair right yeah. um and then and I'm not. I don't. I'm not, I'm not trying to counter. I'm not trying to coax you in any way. What I'm trying to do right now. No, is and I'm not okay. like feeling completely uncomfortable or something like yeah, that. Yeah. I am just like, I'm overthinking everything that I'm saying, so I don't feel like I'm being perfectly genuine. But then, like, the idea is to be genuine, so I feel like I'm kind of not meeting. Yeah. The mark. And so, and that, and that's what people kind of get from this, right? Because, you know, everybody's out there having experiences like as as different. And uh, like similar to yours, and it's like, you know, people get on this podcast and really show people that there's someone else out there, you know? Yeah. And in one way or another, right? Like somebody's listening to this right now who has been listening the whole entire time, thinking to themselves, yeah, see what she's doing? That's how I would be if I was on the podcast. Like somebody is definitely doing that right now. Right. Awkward as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's out there. It's yeah. out there. And it's like. No, I mean, yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, that's it's it's a yeah. I think. 
No, I think it's relatable to be a fucking mess, but it's <laughs> not who I want to be. That's not how you prefer to relate yeah. to people. <laughs> not, not who I want to be. Yeah, but you're also, you know, whether or not you are a mess, if that was your words, not mine, but you're also conquering it on a regular basis. No matter how much it might be pulling you back in when it does, you're still overcoming that and, and, and you know, consistently. And, and whether, I think that's something people can relate to. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, um, I don't. I don't feel like people would think differently of you in a negative way if they knew more personal things about you. Yeah, I think it's just hard because like a lot of the things are sad. So it's like I don't really like want people to think that I'm sad. Yeah, and, and I mean I talk about killing myself all the time, but that's a <laughs> joke. It's <laughs> a joke. Yeah. I'm kidding, but I am. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's. But that's. But it's okay to be that, isn't it? It's okay. Also, too, uh, sadness isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's just a part of life. It's, 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 it's a thing that exists in life. And so the whole, which is why we do the podcast the way that we do, so that we can joke through genuine sadness in a way that helps a person even talk about it in ways they haven't talked about it before. You know, yeah, so am I supposed to be being sad? No. You're just supposed to be <laughs> being be funny. Genuine. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> really hard. Yeah, so, uh, but I mean, I'm genuinely funny, but I'm yeah. not genuinely genuine. <laughs> yeah. So wh- why <laughs> why wh- where's your big hang up in being genuine? Um, I don't know. I think it's just like yeah, I I mean, I am being genuine. I, I think I just like to make light of things because otherwise I'd be like such a bummer. Uh, I mean, I don't, I can't argue with that. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, no, I, I know. I'm, so I know. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, my life's not been all bad. I just like anything big and then you're asking these really sad questions makes me think of those things <laughs> and you're asking you're not only asking sad questions you're saying like what's the worst thing that's ever happened to you <laughs> not like tell me something terrible or yeah. sad like, like i feel like it's more like it's like an origin story right and like you're a comedian right now so there's like no it's not like oh she's so sad it's like you know like like you guys yeah. like the people coming on here are is like such a i'm gonna mess up with the word, word juxtapose to juxtapose. like juxtapose yes to like like whatever you know whatever whatever it is like it's really interesting to somebody who's not a comedian to be like oh these are all the things that you went through in life and this has brought you to like this love of standing up and making people laugh yeah i guess i mean that's how i feel but i i guess i don't ever feel the need to go back and give the context um but maybe what you're saying is people are interested in it. But like, I also think that sometimes it's like uh, people use sad stories now as like a way to get attention. And I don't want attention for anything sad that's happened to me. Yeah, f- for sure. You know, uh, and that's not that's not what we're trying to do. You know, like, I mean, oh, no, I know that's yeah, yeah, not yeah. what you're trying to do. I, I'm just explaining why I think maybe I am a little bit uncomfortable sometimes talking about Ab- certain absolutely. things. And, and I mean, there are people that come on the show in you know in a very genuine way i mean don't i mean not not in an intentional way but don't share a single sad story yeah you know i mean of course like some people that do yeah and there's some people that do i think everybody (laughs) it's like it's one of those things where it's uh you 
uh, was Star Wars? Star Wars, right? That's the one with Yoda, mm-hmm. right? You're asking the wrong gal. Not even important. I don't. I only know the <laughs> reference because it's a really good line and it stuck with me. And I don't even think I saw it in the movie. I think I saw it in like a meme or something. But no, no, I saw a cl- the clip. So when there's a point when uh, Luke has to go into this ship and like learn how to use the Force, and Yoda's teaching him in the swamp. And before Luke goes into the ship, he says, is there anything that I need to take with me? Or is there anything I need to bring? And, and Yoda says, only what you have with you. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like everybody brings something different to the show and makes it a completely different show. Like your episode isn't like anybody else's episode. Yeah, yeah. And nobody else's episode is like anybody else's episode. So every, sure. it's, 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 uh, it tends to be what, what the person brings to it. Yeah. Yeah. So, with all that being said, <laughs> yeah. have, have you, has your mind been jostled on the idea of something that appeared separate, but now you realize is the same? Um, I guess, like, my, like, anxiety and motivation. So, it's like, my anxiety pushes me, like, I wish sometimes that I was less anxious so that I could get more done. But mm-hmm. then I realized as I get older that um, it's like my, a little bit of that like buzzing anxiety is like what actually <laughs> pushes me to be motivated. So maybe without that, I probably wouldn't be like that goal of thinking that I would get more done wouldn't, have, wouldn't really exist. That was worth every second until <laughs> that was a yes. sick answer. Yeah. All right. Dude, that like people, <laughs> like people are out there like, fuck yes. Yeah. That's me. You know? Yeah. Um, that's, that is, this is, that was a pretty good example of how my brain works though. It takes a lot to get (laughs) somewhere good. It's okay. It is a nightmare up in here. (laughs) Yeah. That is, man, I'm, I'm, have we, have we gotten that as an answer yet? No, that's a pretty unique take on, on those two things, anxiety and motivation. Like what I, how I, I don't I don't think I relate to that personally. Like, what does that? How do you balance that on a regular basis? Like, how do you keep the how do you keep the motivation from being too anxious? And yeah, just how do you? How do you yeah, I mean, I think I like just like have a little bit of like a perfectionist, like hyper motivated mentality, and it's like I want to do well all mm-hmm. the time. I want to get things done. I want to do them well. Um, I can't, I don't really want other people's approval, but I want to bring something like positive into the space that I'm in, the people I'm around. Um, and then I'll get like nervous that I'm not going to do that or I'll feel anxious after I didn't do something that I wanted to get done or at the last minute. I'm like, I should have prepared for this better. So then the next time I'm like, oh, well, I knew that that freaked me out at the end. I'll just do better. Um, up front yeah. and not have that experience. So, yeah, we're going to call that a third eye chakra unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> the back of my head also fucking exploded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. man. So, Ansley, yes. keep it moving. Final, okay. final chakra. We're there to the crown chakra. All right, so Sarah, this is a two-part question. What is one thing that you can't give up and why? And what would giving it up mean? Man. Um, I think giving up uh, questioning things 
and learning new things, like challenging <laughs> myself, would be. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was What's so funny? I, <laughs> all right, ready? Because you said one thing you couldn't give up, and because the question is one thing you can't give up and why, and the thing you couldn't get up was questioning things, and and what would happen? What would that mean? And uh, podcast would go faster, but that was just a joke okay. in my head. Yeah, it was, it was say retarded. it, man. Say it. <laughs> well, I was I was waiting for it to build. No, <laughs> you yeah, caught yeah. you caught I me enjoying it. I'm yeah, always yeah, questioning yeah, yeah. what's going on in the yeah, yeah. Oh man, it was all right. Yes, but it's I'm out sorry. there. Yeah. So when when I'm when you curious. feel like that joke is appropriate, <laughs> say it in your head. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, but go ahead. No, I'm just saying. Uh, I think like yeah. Like expanding my mind, learning new people, meeting new people, like that's something I definitely couldn't give up because I get bored really easily. And um, yeah, I think that that would be the end of my life because I think I would just crawl in a hole if I couldn't like question things, learn things from new people, have new experiences, um, push forward and like think about the future. Yeah. Nice. Thinking about the future is probably a source of anxiety. I'm just saying. Oh, it's terrifying, <laughs> man. <laughs> Have you seen gas prices? <laughs> What's yeah. going to happen? <laughs> so, Sarah, that was it. How do you feel? I feel enlightened, dude. <laughs> I feel jacked and I feel enlightened. And I feel jacked on how fucking enlightened I am. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you still want to do the Patreon? <laughs> oh, I will do the Patreon. I yeah. will apologize one more time for being weird as shit, but I, uh, yeah. Yeah. I definitely will. I, I, and, and this is an honest answer. What I'm, this, what I'm, what I'm about to say is completely 100% the truth. Your answer for the lie like pretending to fucking sneeze so you can clear your throat is the weirdest single <laughs> answer ever, but you have not been the overall weirdest person. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My goal as we've gotten to is to always just not be the worst. At, like I just want to be better than the worst person. Yes. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Damn. Hell yeah. So, uh, and by the way, our Patreon is just $1 gets you all of our exclusive content, which not only includes the, Counter to this podcast, which we call Two Jack Bros After Dark, where we're going to enlighten Sarah's shadow self. Did you know that? You know oh, that damn. now. I'm definitely going to cry. Double Pay ambush. a dollar to see me cry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we also do uh, some fight commentary on Ansley's jujitsu matches and stuff. And we Ooh. got some coming up. And uh, what do you, you reacted. Oh, yeah. No, we just have to do them. Yeah, we have to do them. And uh, soon. So, uh, yeah. And other than that, Check out at Cerebellum on all of the cool social medias. We love you guys. Yes. And we're out. See ya. Much love. Two Jack Rose. Two Jack Rose.